You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 99. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm here to teach you and coach you how to end that emotional eating, how to bust through your urges to binge, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. If you just found me, welcome. I'm glad you're here. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about a really common fear that can easily sabotage your weight loss that you may not be aware of. So get comfortable and get ready to be coached. This episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by the Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is a coaching group that helps you pursue your worthy goals of eliminating emotional eating, losing your extra weight, and of course, bringing more happiness into your life. We're going to use my unique Eat Think Love program in the Freedom Group with me as your coach and a beautiful group of women just like you for support and accountability. Be sure to check the show notes when we're finished for more information about the Freedom Group and my Eat Think Love program for creating freedom from the whole eating and weight problem, because I know that's what you want. And one more little reminder, check the show notes when we're finished. One more week and my podcast study guide will be released and there will be winners. So check out the show notes to get on the list for that, to be the first to know, get a special price on it if you're listening to this in real time, and to learn more about what it actually is. So let's get started with today's coaching session. We're talking about a really common fear that can sabotage your weight loss and hold you back. So we're going to cover what typically does hold you back from your desired goal in relation to eating and your weight and your body and what's underneath the most obvious things that we're all aware of. What kinds of fears are underneath the things that typically hold you back, where these fears might come from and how to spot them and know what to do about them and have a solution. And we're going to talk about, of course, our focus for the week, but we are also going to talk about what's left for you when you're finished with working on Project You and losing weight. So let's dive right in and talk about What does typically hold you back from your desired weight loss goal? We can break down what typically holds you back from weight loss into three things. They're either going to be under the category of the actions you take or don't take, the thoughts that you're thinking that you may be so used to thinking that they don't even stand out to you, you don't even notice them, and the feelings or the emotions that you have. Because remember, your emotions really count. Your emotions are what lead you to doing things or not doing things. So by actions that you take or don't take, what I mean that's very typical that holds you back is, for example, maybe you're eating too much. Maybe you're going way beyond what your body needs. Your mind wants more food. Your body's had enough. And if you take that action again and again, that's definitely going to hold you back from what you want most. Or 
Another action that could be holding you back is that you're starting to eat before you actually feel really quantifiable hunger. Those are examples of some of the actions you take. Now, some of the thoughts that might hold you back could be thoughts under the categories of, I can't do this, this should be faster, something's wrong with me. And all of those thoughts are going to lead to feelings. And the feelings also can hold you back. The feelings could be feelings of hopelessness, helplessness, overwhelm, wanting to do it perfectly, that perfectionistic drive. And all of these feelings can lead you to either eating too much when you start eating or starting eating before you're actually hungry. Some of your feelings can just be so uncomfortable for you that they're going to lead you to begin eating without hunger simply because they're emotions that you're not used to, that feel uncomfortable, they feel threatening, whatever they may be, you don't want to feel them. And you've made up your mind and you've ingrained a habit so far that when I feel this, the best thing I could do is get some food. Now, these are the obvious things, right? The actions, the thoughts, and the feelings that you take or think or feel or do or don't do that hold you back because they're getting you to do things you don't want to be doing. Things that take you away from that ultimate goal of eating naturally so that your body could drop its extra weight. But I want to take a look today at what's really underneath these obvious things. And if we look at these thoughts and actions and feelings carefully, there are three things underneath them. One is a fear of being successful, believe it or not. One is a fear of failing, which is probably something you're much more connected to. And one is the thing that most of you are not aware of, and that is the fear of what's next. What if this actually works? What if I have that fear of success and I get through it and I do this and I do what's required of me to get rid of the weight and change the way I eat and change the way I think and take care of myself, then what's next? So let's look at them individually. When you fear success, some of the thoughts behind it could be, how am I going to maintain this? What if I actually do it? Then what? You know, how am I going to have to eat for the rest of my life to keep this weight off? What if I can't do it? What if I do it and then I fail and people will see me fail? What will people expect of me if I lose this weight? Will I then have to do the things that I always thought I couldn't, where I use the weight as my reason? Now, what about your fear of failing? That's probably something that's more common or at least that you're more commonly aware of it. And that fear of failure comes from thoughts like, I can't handle another failure. What will it mean about me? What will people think of me? I don't want to face the fact that other people can do this and there's just some reason I can't, which comes from a thought that maybe there's something wrong with you. Let me assure you that that's an erroneous thought, but it's a common thought and it can become really habitual. Now, here's the third fear that is less prominent, but it's there. And if it's there, you can bet 
that it's having an effect on everything that you think, feel, and do. And that is the fear of what's next. What's next is the big unknown. What happens when I'm not focusing so often and so much of my time on losing weight and what I should eat and what I shouldn't eat? These fears come from the unknown. And nobody likes to not know what's coming, right? We all want certainty. We all want to know what's going to happen in our life, how things will turn out, what our next steps are. We like to know what's ahead of us. But when you've been focusing on one thing for a very long time, there is no way of knowing when you get to the end of that road and you solve that problem, what lies ahead of you. And so it can make it very uncomfortable to move forward. And you may find that you're even sabotaging yourself. You know what to do. You know why you should do it. You know what's been holding you back. But the fear of what happens after this is lurking beneath the surface. And that can hold you back. The other thing is that your thoughts about yourself and whether you could do this or not, you recognize them. They're painful. They don't feel good, but they're familiar. And oftentimes we keep doing what is painful but familiar because that's how much we like certainty. We like to know what's what. We like to know where we stand. We have this image of ourselves as a person who struggles, who's always trying to lose weight, who's always looking for the next best idea. That's our image of ourselves, and it becomes a little part of our identity or even a big part. And we spend a lot of waking hours trying to figure out a problem. But when a solution is imminent and you're on the right track and you're making progress, a new fear develops. And that is, if I solve this problem, who will I be without it? Who am I? Because you're so used to thinking of yourself as a person with a struggle. And if we take away the struggle, there's a gap. There's that black hole that we talked about of who are you and who will you be and how will you relate to your life? I want you to learn to not be afraid of this big question of who you'll be when the struggle is done, because the struggle absolutely can be done. But in order to do that, you need to face the big unknown of what's after the struggle so that you don't keep repeating your patterns out of fear of what lies ahead. I want you to understand that your lower brain, by getting you to sabotage yourself occasionally, because it's afraid of what's ahead of you, that your lower brain is just trying to help you avoid pain. And it perceives the unknown as pain. It perceives uncertainty as danger. So if you don't know who you are, how you'll be, how people will respond and react to you in the world, what you'll stand for, what you'll do with your time, how you'll fill the gap that you're used to filling now with thinking about eating and weight and body and all those things that you think about every day, that your lower brain is trying to help you avoid that discomfort of that unknown. 
It perceives the unknown as a threat. So one of the things I want you to do going forward is to be able to spot your fears, to know and recognize the voice of your lower brain when it starts sending you a signal of, "Uh uh-oh, this is uncomfortable. This doesn't feel right. This is new. New is not good, even if it's actually good. Remember your lower brain wants you to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and the unknown is pain, and keep doing what you've always done so it can be as efficient as possible and have you exert as little effort as possible. I want you to recognize those words of your lower brain and I want you to stop responding to them. See that it's just your lower brain trying to help you and prevent that big, scary, unknown, and stop responding to it. Let's talk a little bit about what is after this. What is after this work that you're doing, this work on Project U? What will happen when you lose weight? And more importantly, what will actually happen when you lose this problem? When you take care of how you eat and how you think and how you love yourself so that you get to a good place and you no longer have the problem, there's that gap. There's an empty space. And your present in that new space won't match the self-image that you've had for so long. You've had this image of yourself as a person who struggles. What happens when the problem is gone? Not just the weight, but you know we want to get rid of the problem by working on the source of the weight. So when that weight is gone and when that problem is gone, your present moment's not going to match that old identity you have of you as a person with a struggle. So it's time to close the gap between who you used to be and who you want to be. And I want you to start doing that now so that getting to your end game, getting to where you want to be, that vision of you without the problem is possible and it's easier because there's no fear of the unknown holding you back. So what I'm saying is it's time to allow yourself to start dreaming and allow yourself to start coloring in that picture of how you want to be in your life before you were afraid you couldn't do it, right? You thought it's just not possible. Then you thought, okay, it's possible for some people, but not for me. And now you're learning that, I hope you're learning that it is possible. Of course, it's possible for you. Now you're learning that you can do it. So you don't want to let a lagging self-image hold you back from who you could be. I want to encourage you to start playing with a vision. What kind of woman or man do you want to be? How do you want to show up in the world when your weight is no longer an issue? I am daring you to think about it, to allow yourself to daydream, because that is what's going to get you where you want to go. Think about how you'll feel, what you'll do, how you will relate to other people, how you will take care of yourself. Think about the guidelines that you would have for yourself and how you want to live your life. I know this is hard to hold on to, but I'm telling you that everything is possible at the end of this journey. So don't give in to the fear of the unknown. Your future 
won't have this problem in it. So it can be whatever you want it to be. That is the truth as I know it and as I see it. Now let's focus for this coming week because this is a big thing to think about. We're going to break it down into one tiny little action step. Firstly, acknowledge if this has been your fear. Is this underneath the common things that you do that stop your progress? Is it the fear of what comes after the weight loss and after losing the whole problem? See if that fear comes up in what you think and feel and do this week. And then see if you can identify that lower brain voice. It might be saying something like this, you'll never do this, you've never done it before. Is that the voice of your fear of the unknown or your fear of the uncomfortable? Remember that every single thing you do that's new is uncomfortable before it's comfortable. Notice your thoughts. Notice how they become patterns when you think about being successful. When you think about getting to the end of the journey, losing the weight, losing the problem, what automatic thought comes up? Are you automatically talking yourself down? Is it something like, well, don't get too excited because you know you've never done this before. See your habit of stopping, giving up, eating when you know you don't really want to eat or need to eat, see that as caused by the fear of what's next, the fear of what's unknown, and face it. And let's start filling in that picture of a future without focusing on weight and eating. This is possible for you, and I'm going to help you get there. That's it for this subject in our coaching session today. I wonder if you can recognize yourself in this lesson. I wonder if you could see your fear of what's next after this struggle. Now, you know what you're going to think about and focus on this week. Before you go, I want to make sure I've told you about my newest creation for those of you who are really enjoying and benefiting from these podcast coaching sessions. And that is the podcast study guide, which is a guide that includes all the episodes from year one, episode one to 52. In this guide, I'm giving you my personal notes for each episode with a special place for you to take your own notes so that you could actually remember what you want to focus on from each session. And you don't just listen to it, like it, and then go on with your day without giving it another thought. This will help you take action. And it's a downloadable guide. There'll be links so you could click on them and go right to whatever you need to hear right in that moment. And I've even grouped them together for you by subject. So if you need to hear and learn about self-care or moods, or habits, or emotional eating, you will know exactly where to go. If you think this will be as helpful to you as I know it can, then check those show notes. You can learn more about how to get your own copy of the Weight Loss Made Real Podcast Study Guide, Volume 1. Remember, there's only one more week until our contest for 10 lucky winners of free podcast study guides is going to be happening, and I will choose 10 winners who will get a guide each, and three of them will also get a printed out guide so they can have a physical copy. I do hope to see you back here next week, where we will continue to work on both your emotional eating and your binge eating step-by-step until they both become something you used to do, 
We both know that's your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.